Well, I'd like to begin today by saying something that you know, and that is reality uh, has a way of bringing us face to face with our limitations. Uh, we all have a dream, we all have a version of ourselves of what we could be and should be in God's grace, what we will become, what we want to accomplish, what we want to experience. And most of us in this room give our very best effort to try to become that person, to become and accomplish that version of yourself. I, here's a story. During the pandemic, uh, my wife and I bought a SoulCycle bike. Do you know what, do you know what this is? It's like a stationary bike, but it's made by SoulCycle and not the other brand. What is it called? Peloton, never heard of it. Yeah, Peloton, we bought a SoulCycle bike, not the Peloton, but the SoulCycle bike. And Nikki wanted it, and I went along with that because I'm a good husband. And I had an eye develop this crazy idea that by simply by purchasing a piece of exercise equipment, that this would craft me into the physical specimen that I always thought I could become. It was living inside of me, but it wasn't living on the outside of me. I, what was in here didn't match what was out here, right? What I, did, what I was feeling inside. Uh, and as you can see, <clears throat> I'm still not living that dream. Uh, and I guess, I, I guess that, that, that just brings you face to face with some of your limitations, right? And, you know, whether it be your work or your relationships, your body, or even something like Christmas, so often what we dream versus what we actually accomplish leaves us feeling this feeling. It's called feeling inadequate. Uh, but what if, and here's what I want to talk about today, what if the places of our inadequacy, the places of our limitations, were the exact place where God does some of his best work. Like maybe where we feel the most inadequate, where we feel our limitations, is the place where God wants to do his work. And so today, our message is for anyone that has ever felt inadequate. Maybe you felt inadequate at work. Perhaps this is a moment for God to do something in you and through you in your work. Maybe you felt life's limitations as you think about your future or your marriages or relationships relationships or finances, perhaps these limitations are the exact places where God may want to do some of his work in you. And so today, uh, there's this person in the scriptures where we actually see someone that was limited. And the person is Mary, and that's what we're talking about today. And Mary, as you see, was a young virgin who was pledged to be married. Now, she was ordinary. She had no pedigree, no family, nothing of importance, uh, no particular noteworthy social status or reputation. And she was from a back road town called Nazareth. There was nothing particularly interesting about her. Yet the, the child Gabriel, or the angel Gabriel, appears to her and says, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And Mary, of course, is caught off a little off guard. And the angel promises that she will conceive and give birth to Jesus. And that Jesus would be the Messiah. And okay, and so this was the coming king that they had been waiting for. This is who would rule a kingdom that would have no end. But in Mary's shock, she asks a question. She asks a simple question that I think is pretty reasonable. She asks the question, how will this be? How, Jesus? How is this going to happen? Jesus, uh, you know, not Jesus. She, she has to say, Angel Gabe. So how, Gabe? 
how will this be? For I am a virgin. And this is a normal and practical question. How am I going to get pregnant? I may be young, but I understand that it takes two to tango. I understand the birds and the bees. How is this going to happen? Mary looks at her own limitations and asks God, how? How could you do the impossible? This isn't possible. No one in history has ever done this. Mary feels her limits, okay? Have you ever felt your limits? God, I see our finances. How are we going to get there? God, you know I don't have a good relationship with this person, with him or her. How? How could this be turned around? How could this, the way we relate to each other, how can we turn this around, God? What are you going to do here? God, I know you want this person in my life to find their way back to you. I know that's true. And I know I have some role to do it. But they are so far from you, God. How are you going to do that? You know, a few years back, uh, I mentioned the pandemic and the Soul Cycle Bike, but a, a few years back during the pandemic, I felt my limits, and they were really hard for me as a pastor, okay? I felt my limits, and I searched inside myself, and I came up empty. I had no answers, and many of you thought you had answers, and then you had to revise your answers a few weeks later, and then six weeks later, you had to revise your answers. It was so much information, so much happening. It was such a cultural moment that I felt like, how are we going to move forward from this. I thought about this as a family. I felt, thought about it as a, as a country. I thought about it at, at the church. I, and it was really hard for me to lead the church during this difficult time because when I went to seminary almost uh, 20 years ago, uh, now if you're doing the math, I went to seminary when I was seven years old. I'm 27 years old, okay? In my seminary 20 years ago, they did not offer a particular course on how to have up to the minute information and thoughts around a, a, a virus that we just didn't understand. And if you combine that, they didn't tell you what to do if you combine that virus with social unrest and if you combine it with a contentious presidential election and everything was suspicious. They didn't give me the answers in that class because they didn't offer it. So I felt my limitations. How was this all going to work out? And I know you felt those things too, maybe not always the same way in the pandemic, but you have felt your limitations. How is this going to work out? I don't know how to do this. Yet could it be? Is it possible? The very places where we feel inadequate are the very places where God wants to be present with us. Now here's a word of encouragement. What God reveals to, when God reveals something to you, whether it's through something you read in the scriptures, whether he uses another person in your life to speak a word from him through that person to you, whether it's you get a sense from God during your prayer time, or uh, whether it's reaching out uh, in helping, in helping someone reaches out to you to help you find that. This collision, however it happens, however God's power comes to you, this feeling of inadequacy and God's word to you are the perfect place for God to do something. You, you see in this moment that Mary doesn't have it together. Your inadequacy combined with God speaking to you something clear is the perfect place for God to do his work. And what we discover that through the stories and through the scriptures is we just, we just don't know what God will decide to do. We don't know. You have no idea what God might want to do. 
through your inadequacy, through your limitations. The possibilities are endless. And so Mary responds in this moment, and she says, I am the Lord's servant. How will this be? Gabe goes, don't worry about it. And she says, I am the Lord's servant. Now, when Mary spoke this, basically what this means is she's saying, I'm in. Okay, I'm in. I see my limit. She sees her limitations. She recognizes her limitations. She's well aware of her limitations. But she chooses to trust. She chooses to trust God. And what she's doing here is she's yielding her will to God's will. And by doing that, she's making room for God to do something that she wasn't going to be able to do on her own. And so here's what happens. When Mary, when you and I, when we choose to step out in faith, when we choose to step out in faith, it gives God the opportunity to do something in us and through us. And the result is, is that, the, that we experience God in new ways. And what we see is that Mary experiences God's, uh, experiences God's presence through God's purpose. You know, some of us might be asking, you might ask yourself from time to time, what am I here to do? What's my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And what we see in the life of Mary is that finding God's purpose is often different than we might expect. You understand? Like, God doesn't ask Mary to do a miracle. No miracle. He doesn't ask her to get a theology degree. He doesn't expect her to be strong or smart or famous. She's not even asked or required to multitask. He doesn't ask her to go get pregnant either. Okay? He doesn't ask her to be superwoman and save the world. He plans to do that himself. And he says to Mary the same thing that he says to us. You just be who I created you to be. Just be who you were created to be. Nothing more, nothing less. Boy, that should feel good, but also a little edgy, right? I like to speak a word to some of you. Uh, and this is something that I need to hear too, but I'm going to talk more to you. I'll say it to myself with a microphone and a mirror later, okay? But here's something you need. Here's some of, something some of you need to hear. Some of us need to t stop trying so hard, and you need to leave space for God to be God in your circumstances. God's given you a dream. The dream is not from you. The dream is from God. God's given you a vision. God said, this is what's going to happen in your life. And you're like, how am I going to get there? Maybe you need to stop. Maybe you need to leave space for God to do his purposes. Now, I have a tendency to overfunction. I have a tendency to like, try to make things happen. And if I were Mary in this situation, perhaps I would have overfunctioned. Oh, I'm going to get pregnant? Maybe I, know, you know, I don't want to go into it. I would maybe get too involved, right? I would over, but not Mary. Hear me out. Some of us need to make room for God to work out his purposes in our lives. And we need to spend a season to be who God created us to be. Now, I don't know how long that season is. Maybe you need to leave some space in that relationship. Maybe you don't need to overfunction in that relationship. 
and allow God to fix it for you. Maybe you need to not do the extra credit work for your boss and allow God to be God in your workplace. And perhaps maybe you just want to leave some space for God to work out his purposes in your children's lives, wherever you're at, whatever it is. So here's another thought on that. When the angel Gabriel came to Mary, obviously she felt completely inadequate. That's why she says, how will this be? I'm, you know, for I'm still a virgin and all that stuff. She could have easily used those limitations as an excuse to refuse the opportunity. You understand? She could have, that's like, she could have used it as a, to, to not say yes, to not say I'm God's servant. And if she had refused it, who would have ever known? Who would have ever known? She goes, no, I have too many limitations. No one would have known. No one would ever tell the story. And it makes me wonder, and I can't prove this, it makes me wonder, maybe Mary wasn't, the asked to be, wasn't first to be asked. We don't know. Whatever the case may be, she was the one who made room for God's presence. She said yes. And what I want to suggest to you today is that God wants you to experience his presence in your ordinary and everyday and limited life. Nothing more, nothing less. That you can experience God in a powerful way by not doing anything more, but by allowing God to be God in your life. Now, personally, this is such a great reminder for me. And if I, if I want to give God a chance to show his power and his presence, I got to show up. I got to say yes, but I also need to leave room. I got to trust God's leading and his spirit, even though I feel inadequate. So let me ask you a question. Where in your life do you feel your own limitations? Is it a relationship gone cold? Is it a financial thing? Is it a stalled career? Is it an addiction? Is it a financial concern that you just can't figure out? Could it be that this Christmas, your limitations are the perfect place for God to give birth of, uh, with his glory in you? Could it be that this Christmas is a window to say yes, to trust? And are you willing to echo the words of Mary? Mary says, I am your servant. Are you willing to do that with the thing, with your inadequacy this Christmas? You know, God loves us so much that he came to earth to show us that he loves us. And he entered the messiness of humanity to redeem and restore us. And he promises to be with us on the journey ahead. And he only asks, uh, he only asks us if we're willing to trust him, to say to him what Mary said to him, which is, I am the Lord's servant. Are we all in agreement? Let's leave space for God. Why don't we all stand?